This is the Monks Park Surgery Podcast. Hello and welcome to the new Monks Park Surgery Podcast. It's November. It is. Remember the remember the 6th of November. Yeah, did you get burnt up last night? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I always take precautions. Yes, the, the trick is not to get on top of the bonfire. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Someone's underneath it. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. Monks Park survived half term. Uh, one or two people have been away on leave, and uh, no names mentioned, but we're really pleased to see Dr. Gutierrez back again. Yes, yeah, well done, Martha. Yeah, excellent. So, what's been happening in the surgery then the last uh, few weeks? Well, we've had a, a few changes in personnel. I think you might have mentioned in the last podcast that Rachel was leaving us, which was a sad loss. But with every uh, person we lose, we get somebody else in you. And we're very pleased to welcome to the team Melanie Norton, or Mel, as she prefers to be called. Yep, coming to us. We share her with another surgery. Am I allowed to say that? Yes, yeah. Mel also works at St. George. So if you want a, a really whizzy service, <laughs> stay at Monks Park. Yes, absolutely. Now, you were all thinking I was going to say something else then, weren't you? So, uh, <laughs> well, just for you for a treat. Uh, here is a very short interview we've done with Mel, just to say hello. I'm here now with Melanie, our new healthcare assistant. Hi, Melanie. Hi, Andy. You've just started the surgery, is that right? Yes, that's correct. I've just been here a couple of weeks now. Just two weeks. Didn't even know that we do podcasts. No, that's, that's something right. new. <laughs> so I've sent her off to go and discover iTunes. Melanie, what, what days are you here in the surgery? I'm here all day Tuesday, that's my long day, half past nine till six, and Friday afternoons, two till six p.m. What sort of things, if I'm a patient, what, what sort of things am I going to book to see you for? Well, I'm a healthcare assistant, so I do all the blood tests, check people's blood pressures, do general health checks, as in ECGs, uh, people's height and people's weight, and mainly that sort of thing, basic things before they come and see the nurse or the doctor. The most essential things, really. Uh, yes, you could say that, yes. <laughs> support to stop? Oh, yes, and I do support to stop smoking too, so I shall be starting that shortly. That's brilliant. How, how long have you been nursing? How long have you been doing healthcare assistant? I've been nursing, well, healthcare assistant uh, about four or five years now. I've been uh, working in doctor surgery about six and a half years in all. Brilliant. Well, thanks ever so much for just squeezing us in between patients. We'll look forward to seeing you on Tuesdays and Friday afternoons. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Mel. Okay, thank you for listening to me. Well, she's going to be a real asset to the surgery, isn't she? She is. She is. She'll be able to do um, support to stop. And for anyone who's interested in uh, giving up smoking, we are going to restart our support to stop sessions um, from January onwards. So any of you that are planning on a stopping smoking as part of your New Year's resolutions, feel free to start booking those appointments in. We should have appointments available to book in January from mid-December. Yeah, apologies that we've uh, missed a few, just that little hiatus after Rachel going. But now you have somebody who is, really knows what they're doing. So book to see Mel, that'd be great. The other benefit we've now got with uh, Melanie joining the team is that um, five days a week, Monday to Friday, all of you that are on warfarin and have your regular INR star monitoring, uh, we will now be able to offer this five days a week, Monday to Friday. We're still pleased with our INR star, aren't we? Not many practices around here do it. No. And no. it gives you a it, it gives you an instant answer. You can leave the surgery without having to wait till your book comes back from the 
clinic in the next couple of days. Yeah, the, the actual patient experience is, is greatly improved and the feedback that we've had from patients yeah. so far has been really Finger positive. Finger prick testing, not needles, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's there done and you leave the surgery knowing what your result is and whether or not you need to change any of your dose. For that enhanced experience, yes. see us at Monks Park. Absolutely. Speaking of enhanced uh, experiences, let me give you, let me give our listeners a little bit of feedback. You may remember, those of you who've been listening regularly, we have been a little bit exercised about people waiting and how long they should wait and how behind we are and all that sort of stuff. And back after Easter, we took some figures. Well, I got last month's, which we're quite chuffed about. To be honest, it, this is now what we're hovering around. We look at people who've been waiting under 10 minutes, people have been waiting under 20 minutes, and therefore, and then you have to wait a bit longer than 20 minutes. And our, our standard is definitely to get below 20 and to aim for below 10. And 68%, so just over two thirds of people, we see within 10 minutes of their appointment. 88%, so just under one in 10, get seen, nine out of 10, people get seen within 20 minutes, which means that just over one in 10 do have to wait a bit longer. It has been interesting auditing this quite closely over the, the last six months. I, I now, if not the beginning of surgery, then halfway through it, put up how I'm doing and then change it as I go on and, and look and see what's happening. It only takes one person to put everything back. So you might have 10 surgeries where you, in effect, stay on time. But in one of those, the first person either is sells late or has to take longer for whatever reason. They collapse or they've got some mental health problem or something, social problem. So having worked really hard at trying to get that better, I think to get, if we got 90%, that would be absolutely amazing because it only takes one person early on in the surgery to, to, to mess all these things up. And it's made me realise how actually I used to say people were more than 10 late, but actually I'm now beginning to feel like, I don't know whether in the practice, that anybody more than 10 minutes late, you really ought to say, I'm sorry, you've got to come back. That yeah. changes everything for everybody else. Absolutely. And I think just the awareness and, and the fact that we've been looking at the times, I think, has improved the time. And actually, they're probably now more comparable, um, or at least in line with other surgeries. I would also like to add that actually we will probably be outperforming other surgeries, although I've clearly got no well, information of to course, base that opinion. Of on. course we are. <laughs> but yeah, that's the, you're all, you all agree with us while, about that. While we're talking about waiting, Andy, is there any chance that I could uh, bring up a touchy subject of waiting room etiquette. Well, you, you, hold on a minute, I've just got to answer my phone. Um, yeah, no, no, carry on. I, I really wish you wouldn't. Waiting room etiquette, every now and again, it's something that crops up. I think we all just need to be mindful and aware that when, generally, when people come to the surgery, it's because they're not feeling 100%. In fact, most often than not, they're feeling somewhere less than 100%. So the last thing that you would need in a waiting room is children perhaps running around creating a scene, um, or perhaps even people having loud conversations on their mobile phones. So we would like everyone to be mindful of this and to ensure that please be mindful of others when you're sat in the waiting room. Please try and keep your children under control. I know it's difficult, particularly if surgeries are running late, but hopefully not too late. And equally, if you are having a conversation with someone on your mobile phone, please either take that outside or please ask them to call you later. Texting in the waiting room is absolutely fine because that actually has no impact on the crowd unless you've got one of those beepy keypads that 
make loud noises and everything to touch it. Um, but feel free to uh, step outside if you need to make an urgent call, or just ask that person to give you a call back later. Or perhaps if you're playing, what's one of these latest games? Oh yes, yeah, so call to action, or is it call, call oh, of duty? Yes. Or yeah, yes. it's one of those. Yeah. Perhaps turn the sound down. That'd yeah. be great. Put your earphones in. Yeah, well. Yes, then you know when the doctor's called you, <laughs> yeah. be hours late. Mm. To be fair, David's being nice and cuddly about that. We we have had a couple of complaints with mm. people saying how other people have just been, you know, speaking extremely loudly on their phone, little Dom Jolly esque, hello, 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 you know all that stuff. Please let's maybe turn it off. And I am quite pleased to be referred to as the warm, cuddly one out of the two, as opposed to the the cold, hard, nasty one. <laughs> yeah. We won't say who that is. No. It was, it's interesting because a few years ago, they had this thing that you had to, when mobile phones first came in, you had to turn them off at anywhere they might affect anything, hospitals, all that sort of stuff. Mm. And that's now definitely gone out the window. It doesn't affect anything in surgery. That's fine. Mm. The only person it's going to affect is the person next to you who really doesn't want to hear your conversation or see how well you're doing on board a duty. Yes, absolutely. So, as I say, the, the message here is please be, please be mindful of others and please respect other people's boundaries while you're sat in those waiting rooms. Thank you. I, I think we ought to stop telling people off now, yes, shall we? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Shall we tell people how we're doing with the flus this that, year? That sounds a good idea. We've had several Saturdays. Dr we Gutierrez have. and I went through a whole load of dates last month, mm -hmm. and they've all gone really well. And thanks for turning up. That's great. There are still spaces free. Mm. We have something like 140 doses left yes yeah so it's still not too late to be honest flu usually comes in you know late december january february mm. when everyone's feeling really miserable so don't delay get mm. it straight away oh that's rhyming slang no oh, sorry that rhymes oh if i didn't yeah, know it. absolutely yeah the one thing to say is that we, we we've obviously had a, a bumper month in, in october to get as many people seen as possible and so far, we've seen about 850 patients, all within, obviously, the catchment that need the, the seasonal flu vaccine. As, as Andy's mentioned, we've got 140 doses left. They are going quickly. Please book in ASAP. And if to, to save us hassling you, if you know that you don't want them, they you mm. know, made you ill last time or did something to your granny or whatever, and mm. you, you didn't want to have them, and you normally tell us you don't want to have them, Contact us before we have to keep you know, yeah. bringing you. That that'd be great. Yeah, and final final invite letters have gone out now to everyone who is entitled to a flu jab. So if for whatever reason you don't wish to receive it, as Andy says, please contact us. Let us know. Um, or failing that, if say uh, in another couple of weeks we haven't heard from you, we will assume that this year you don't wish to have it, and we will code you accordingly. We're up into about the, the mid 80% on yeah. things like heart disease, chronic bronchitis, diabetes, which means anything between, well, it's probably about 10 or a dozen people in each area who need either coding that they don't want it or having to come to have the flu. So do come. And, and children, if your child has got a chronic illness, then they're entitled to a flu injection the twos and three-year-olds are having this funky new spray up their nose, which we've all had a little go at, mm. but seems to be okay. So if you've got a two and three-year-old and you've held back a bit because you don't think they should have an injection, come and try this spray. It's a really quick thing to have. Well, I think that's probably enough news for now. Absolutely. What might be in the pipeline? 
Um, well, obviously Christmas is around the corner, so we may have to do a podcast with Mr. Christmas himself, Father Christmas. Yeah, that um, would be exciting. Absolutely. Um, we might do some locality things. We might try and yes. grab one or two of the officers mm. from the uh, clinical commissioning group, the CCG, yep. who buy all your services that mm. we can give to you. Absolutely. Um, I'm just trying to think if there is anything else. We've forgotten to say... Some of you will be mourning the departure oh, yes. of Dr. Hartley. Mm. And uh, we're really sad to say that Sarah Hartley uh, has decided to leave us, uh, finished last week. Mm -hmm. uh, not because she didn't like us, no, she was and, gushing in her praise. And in fact, she may be back to do the odd local for us in the future. Absolutely. I'm sure she won't mind saying that she's, she is wanting to do some research, as those of you who know her, seen her will know she's very into sexual health and education of young people and she'd found an opportunity to do some research in that area mm. which is great mm. sadly we have to say goodbye to her because she has been here how long three years she's three years now yeah, yeah. that's a decent stint. almost to the day and gone in a twinkling of an eye mm. so if you're listening sarah hope you're very well uh, sorry to see you go mm. but in the next one or two weeks, we are speaking to one or two doctors to yep. replace her. So watch this space. Absolutely. So the very next podcast, although we might be uh, celebrating Christmas, we may also be celebrating the um, start of a new GP. Yeah, Dr. Finley's casebook. Absolutely, yeah. Or something similar. <laughs> well, thanks for listening once again. We do enjoy sitting and rambling doing these things over a cup of tea, and we mm. hope you enjoy listening. So it's uh, goodbye from him. And goodbye from him. Take care. <laughs> Bye. See you.